Welcome to the CMC Podcast. I am Michael Obether, your host, Supporting Strategies NYC, Outsource Virtual Bookkeeper and Controller. At the CMC, we help minority and women-owned businesses overcome the challenges they face every day in building their businesses. We offer networking opportunities. We offer incremental business development and trade-focused business coaching. Sorry for being so staccato in that, but there you go. The CMC podcast is here. We have a returning star, Carl. He and I got to speak a few months ago about his early work as an electrician, long before he ever launched his own business. Uh, It's a great episode. You should check it out. We will have uh, our editors link that in the description below this podcast video. And what we're going to talk a little bit about today is something that a lot of business owners go through. Right. If you're, you're a person, you start a business in the beginning, you're more or less doing everything yourself. But as you grow your business and you have more work to do, you ultimately hire employees and you have to learn to let them do things without your interference. And it's very terrifying and it can be very hard habit to break. And I thought that that would be a great top topic of conversation for Carl and I. Carl, how you doing, first of all? Doing absolutely fabulous. How are you, Mike? I love it. <laughs> I am also doing fabulous. Um, so, Carl, I know I know this is something that you're working on, you know, in your own business and really making that transition from being hands-on, on-site, in the mix, and really learning or trying to be a little more hands-off. And I'm curious if you can share, like, what is the hardest part about that for you? Like, I know there are times when you have to go on site because it's an emergency. But let's just say it's a normal day. You're in the office. What's drawing you to the job site? Comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm comfortable, right? I'm comfortable being out in the field working. And I'm uncomfortable being behind my desk working on, you know, just doing basic paperwork. Um, Mm. So... A lot of times, you know, your my knee-jerk reaction is to jump out of my chair and run out into the field, whereas I should have someone else to put that fire out, whatever that may be, um, or qualified department if it is a fire, right? Because I'm not a fire, I'm not a firefighter. But that's 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 the main thing. That's my my comfort zone, and the easiest thing is to run back to what you're comfortable with. And that's, that's, that's yeah. the challenge. Part of the challenge. Yeah, yeah. Is part of it, and, and this is just a, re- a real question, is part of it, you know, sometimes we're, we're doing, you know, I'm an office dweller for the most part, but that's really p- pandemic life. Before the pandemic, right, I'm a business development person. I was in the city every day. A lot of in-person meetings, a lot of like lunches and breakfasts and cocktails and events and all, you know, I'm in front of people face to face all day long. It was a huge, I know this isn't exactly the same thing, but it was a big transition to be here in front of this camera and working on my computer because it didn't feel as productive, right? I, I was, I was still communicating with people, still maintaining relationships, but it felt a lot different. It didn't feel productive. And I'm curious if... You're doing paperwork and it's mundane, maybe, but it is productive. But does it have that the same feeling for you as pulling wire? 
definitely does not have the same feeling. Um, so let me back up a little bit. I never wanted to work in an office, right? I had the opportunity to become a board of ed teacher when I was graduating high school, and I turned it down, not once, but twice, because I didn't want to work in the same building all the time around the same people. I definitely didn't want to work at a desk, right? And that's why I became an electrician. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted to become an electrical contractor. I wanted to make sure I got my license and become an electrical contractor. And along the way, I was told um, that if you're going to become a successful electrical contractor, you have to stop being an electrician and become a business person. And that's just the reality of it. Um, so I don't get the same fulfillment um, being behind the desk doing paperwork as I did when I was out in the field. But I just start to embrace the challenge of learning something new, learning how to be a business person, learning how to think like a business person, how to, you know, sit down and do your paperwork and, and get things done. Um, and it's a challenge. And sometimes, you know, it scares the crap out of me. And yeah, that's when I jump up and I run out of the field or something. Right? But um, it, it is a challenge. And, and yeah, you know, every so often I have my, my um, they call it backslide. Like, you know, when you slip back into your old habits. I have my backslide, mm -hmm. but more and more every day, or little, little by little, I'm starting to embrace the um, the challenge of learning something new, and and like I'm so accustomed of getting things done quick from when I was in the field to now when I'm doing something paperwork wise, and I'm thinking it's gonna take me a couple of minutes, maybe an hour two, three hours later, I'm still there and I'm not halfway done yet. It becomes a little frustrating, but the next time I do that same thing, it becomes a little easier, right? And that's that's my my little victories, you know, my small victories that keeps me, keeps me seated in this chair here. Yes. Persistence and follow through. <laughs> it's, it's really a great story to hear you share. Cause I, you know, this is, I mean, that is something that I think we're all dealing with anybody. Well, anyone who's out trying to build something for themselves, right. You, you have to continue to grow and change. And some of those changes are hard. And if you can learn to embrace the change, that's a win, but even embracing the change is is part of the fight. Right. So it's like, that's step one. But it, so it sounds like you've already made a big major step in that, and that is recognizing your own feelings about it and realizing like, man, I'm go crawling out of my skin. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the job site and see what's going on. Um, but having the, I don't know what, I don't know what you want to call it, but the stick to to not follow that instinct. Well, and you, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. And you, you mentioned something there that's, that's, that's very important, right? Um, it's, it's important to recognize your, your victories, your small victories, right? Because I get lost in the shuffle and I don't realize 
it it was a it's a been a big difference between what I was doing, let's say, three months ago, compared to what I'm doing now. Three months, like I'm in the office all day today, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even go out for lunch. I ordered lunch in, right? Three months ago, you couldn't get me to stay in the office for the whole day, you know, or, or like. Even if I said, okay, I got to go to the office and I got to go do this, 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 and this, you know, I'll probably do something else. And by the time I get to the office, half the day is gone, so I'm going to have enough time to do it. But now if I say I'm going to the office and I got to get this, this, and this done, you know, I do it. So that in itself is a big victory, you know, for someone like myself. And a lot of times we don't take the time to celebrate those little victor- those big victories, I should say. And, and that was... Mm-hmm. Also. And also, something else you touched on, supporting cast, right? People that will see that you're making changes and you're accomplishing things and they'll say, hey, that's great. Or, you know, just uh, give you a little pat on the shoulder. Those things go a long way also. So having a, a supporting cast or people around you that's going through the same thing or been through it that can... Sharing your struggles goes a long way. So let me ask you: You've over the last few months, sounds like you've made some progress here. Have you noticed that your team in the field have become more independent, better to deal with some of these challenges on their own, or are they still dependent on you in some way? What is that like? Um, they're a little more independent. Um. They're, they're a little, I would say they're a little more independent and it's probably going to take me, you know, letting go a little bit more. You know, you, you know, like you mentioned that when you're building a business, you have to put a team together and trust them that they're going to do everything right. Um, so I have high standards for the quality of work that we do. And obviously, electric is a dangerous thing, right? So, yeah, I'm still somewhat concerned about what my team does. And, and they do a great job. I'm not saying that they, they don't do a good job. I think it's just me and my own personality of how I want things done or how I think it should be done. So, I'm still, I still need to work on that arena a little bit and take myself away and, you know, let them sink or swim a little more often. Yeah. Yeah, It is interesting that your own progress will dictate their progress, right? The less often you're there to correct them or tell them what they should be doing, uh, the more they're going to have to think about what's the right thing to do here and do it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So I was listening, there's a podcast I listen to. It's very business focused. And this is the conversation that they were having in the episode I was listening to today. And this guy has a, he's got a massive business. He has hundreds of employees. And his comment was on this topic, you know, how do you, how do you know your, the question was, how do you know your employees aren't going to screw up? And he's like, no, 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 that's the wrong attitude. They are. (laughs) <laughs> you have to be okay with the fact that they are going to, but 
you have to realize like those mistakes they make are the learning opportunities, right? So you have to make them do it again or fix the thing. And, you know, especially in your industry, that's money, right? Cause that's time. It's, it could be materials. Um, if, if the inspector comes through and there's something egregious, like that's a, not a great thing for you. Right. So there, there is maybe your industry versus his industry, a little bit more weight on doing it right. Cause it is electrical work after all, but there does seem to be this strong relationship between you being hands off and being like, I don't know, guys get it done. And their ability to actually get it done. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so going forward, <laughs> do you have um, like a personal strategy for helping yourself continue to progress in this? Right. You said earlier, it's like there's this instinct to get up and run to the job site. So we're aware of our feelings. <laughs> we know that that's going to happen. Is it really just a matter of resisting that? Or is there something else you think you need to do to become, you know, more comfortable with the whole process? Um, process is the right word. Um, one of the thing, well, a couple of things that 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 I I think a couple of things that's gonna make me do what I'm supposed to do. One, focus on the bigger picture and what I'm doing, right? Um, because attaining the bigger picture, I'm not going to be able to attain that by running out in the field, by being up on a ladder, you know, turning the screwdriver. So maintaining that focus and using tools to help me maintain that focus. And one of the most important tools that I find is helping me is using my calendar and my daily planner more more frequently. Right. So once I have it written mm -hmm. down, this is what I'm doing at this time, it, it kind of helps me stay focused on that. Right. So for example, I have a good friend that called me up. A good friend and, and business associate also called me up yesterday, wants me to come and do something for them tomorrow. A couple of months ago, I would have dropped everything and went and got it done for for the guy. But now I'm like, oh, tomorrow, something on the calendar already. You can't get to it. I'm sorry, I'm booked. You know, you either have to wait or call somebody else. So if I didn't have my calendar or if I didn't put myself in the habit of checking my calendar when someone is asking me to do something, I, I would have either double booked myself or it would have gone wrong. So that's one of the tools that I'm using to help me stay focused and stay, you know, looking at that bigger picture. Yeah, that is super powerful. No, <laughs> being able to say, no, I have these other commitments mm -hmm. is part of it. But the other part is you can also say, I can't get there tomorrow, but here is my next available opportunity. Mm -hmm. And then it gives that person the chance to be like, yeah, that works for me. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's super powerful too, because then they can make a plan around it. I, I hire contractors from time to time and I wish more of them would build your habit of good calendar use. Some of them are great. Um, but some of them 
uh, have unique skills and I'm at their mercy and they're terrible with their calendar, but it's like, all right, whatever, just show up when you can, please. <laughs> well, this is awesome, Carl. I appreciate the, uh, the kind of redirection of this conversation. I think this was a good one. Um, for, for anyone listening, Carl, what, what's the best way if they want to reach out to you for any electrical work or any, uh, if they need advice on how to keep themselves out of the field and let their, let their crew do the work, what's the best way for them to reach you? Um, our office number is 718-841-7838. Um, my email address is Carl with a K, K-A-R-L, at xenaelectric.com and Zena is Z as in zebra, Eric, and as in Nancy, A is in apple. Electric, spelled out completely, dot com. So, there's two easy ways to get in touch with me. Fantastic. Thanks for watching, everybody. This is Michael Obather with Supporting Strategies NYC. We're outsourced virtual bookkeepers and controllers. We help construction leaders build profit. We'll see you in the next pod. Take care, Mike.